Hello, hello everyone. This is another episode of Let's Talk Sports with Tim McCain. I am your host and I'm here with Theo Relang and Christian Fowler. Um, thank you, Christian, for setting up this interview. I really appreciate no it. So my first question to you, Theo, is what led you to the sport of MMA? Um, so I started doing MMA because um, I was fascinated with my, um, my wrestling coach in high school. He was an MMA fighter. He was a pro fighter, too. Um, so I really wanted to try it ever since because um, I was just fascinated with it. And then um, I started out with my first ever fight was uh, um, I took the fight in two weeks notice. Like I didn't nobody trained me. Um, what? Yeah. What was that experience like with just, you know, your first fight yeah. with nobody training you? Um, yeah, it was like, I was kind of nervous too, but then I had a lot of, um, I just wanted to get in and get, give it a try, you know, because um, I was working in Virginia at the time with uh, um, my boss. He, he happens to be like um, a big MMA fighter fan too, like not fighter, he was a fan, like he's a huge fan. And then he was teaching me how to do nails. I was working at a nail salon and stuff. Um, and then uh, he's like, he got me in touch with the promoter because he knew the promoter. Um, and then so, I got like got his um, Facebook and I messaged him like, "Yo, I'm trying to get um, I want to get a fight. <laughs> Do you have any open like spots left?" I was like, uh, "The only person we had was like 170." And then um, I was like, "Like, why not? Let me let me just let me just get in there." Wow. And then yeah, and so he matched me up with him. This I didn't know the guy had like six seven years experience. Lord. Yeah, of training and then. Yeah, I got my ass beat that fight. <laughs> Yo, I'm yeah. I was reading about that in the um, in the Voices of America article. How did you overcome your first loss? Yeah, I was like super devastated after my first loss. I was like, man, I thought my because it was like one of my dreams too. Like I wanted to be like an MMA champion, like world champion. And then I was like, man, I thought my my dream is over. You know, after that loss. And I was like, I was very depressed, and I was like very hard on myself. And it's like, um, after, but but I knew it was like, my thing was like, I've faced a lot of many uh, defeats and losses throughout my uh, my life, whether it was like soccer, wrestling back in high school, and then. Um, but I was like, nah, I can't just quit. Like, like champions don't quit. They you know they come back, and it's like, so that's why I did. I just like. I found um, a gym, like Primal Martial Arts, where I met uh, my coach Mishak, and he really helped out my striking. Uh, got it nice and got me com feeling confident in it. And then where um, after that, and then I've been on like after that loss, I've been on like five fight win streak, and then won two titles with him. Yeah, I yeah. see. I see you uh, posting about that. Um on your on your social media man where yeah. you were just talking about you winning you won your third championship was yeah it? just recently I won my third championship title um, with Spartaka fight league is probably one of the bigger South uh, East um, promotion um, I just won the featherweight belt with them congrats man yeah, thank congrats. you so I mean there's when it comes to fighting there's so many different fight styles when did you feel comfortable with with a certain fight style um, so I started off as a wrestler. Um, I think having a wrestling background helped me out a lot with uh, like, cause I could like, 
dictate where the fight takes place. I can go like keep it standing if I wanted to, keep it like defend or take them down. Um, but my style is like like my coach Mishek, uh in Greensboro taught me to like does like you don't have to have one specific style. He's like he he would allow me to like fight both st stands. I would fight orthodox or softball, and um, and he's more of a, a kickboxer boxer coach. And then we had another uh, Taekwondo coach in there. Um, so, and just like kind of put everything together and not have just one particular style because it's called mixed martial arts. You have to be like well rounded. That's right. That's right. Yeah, we were just talking about that er yeah. earlier where it said, like, I'm more of a boxing fan, but like, I, I hate it when like people say, well, UFC fighters don't have hands. They do have hands, okay? Yeah. They just have to do multiple things, yeah. okay? They have to be multiple. If you put a, a, a boxer, in a, in a cage with a trained UFC fighter who's multiple, he's gonna lose because the boxer's all he's got is hands. Yeah. He ain't got no feet. He, he can't grapple. He can't go on the ground. Yeah. So, I mean, look, it's multiple facets to the UFC. So that's awesome. Yeah. My next question to you is, what is life like as an amateur fighter? Amateur fighter. Um, my thing was like I haven't made a lot of sacrifices, and it was like it's kind it's it's hard to as an amateur fighter because. Like, you know, all the pain and injuries you get, and then, like, you're fighting basically, like, for like for free, and but you have to pay for all the expenses, too. Like, you have to fight, you have to pay to fight, basically, Man. to get in there. So, you have to pay for uh, all your medical stuff, um, and then you have to pay the fighter's fee, and like, you, the gym, the coaches, and stuff. Crazy, and man. so, you're like, I'm not like making any money or profit. And, other than if you have like sponsors or you, like some some parts like um, North Carolina, you have like little percentage of ticket sales, um, and that was hard for me too as like my from my parents because my mom didn't see like any you know what I'm saying a good from it like I didn't bring any money home right, um, right. I'm just getting hurt and I got like I get injured I accumulate a couple injuries and that add up to the. Uh, the bills and stuff and then I was just like losing a lot of money too. You'll make it man. Yeah. You're, you're gonna make that that once you get in the UFC man, all that stuff's gonna take care of it man. Don't even worry about it. Yeah that's what I'll keep telling my parents too man but that's like alright. <laughs> Don't even worry about it. So my next question is I did a little research on you mm -hmm. and I find you to be a, a person of high character, somebody who cares about other people and their family and your journey. Yeah. Where does that come from? Yeah. At first, the reason I started doing MMA, it was just like, uh, for martial arts, like, it was just challenge myself. Um, and then, um, because I kind of viewed myself growing up, I had like a rough childhood, like tough childhood. I was like, I kind of viewed myself as like weak and I had like fear and insecurity. Um, but then like later on, then I like more as a fight, I had a lot of support from like my community and people around me. And then it's like, oh, this is not just about me, you know what I'm saying? This is bigger than me. It's like I can like impact a lot of people and a lot of people looked up to me, uh, especially in my community. Like, um, yeah, so I'm, I'm trying to fight for my, like just thought of fighting for my my family, for my, my people, for like my friends and family, everybody who's like sacrificing, you know? Give my like, cause a lot of people help me along the journey. Like you know, so I want to give back to people as much as you can. I see a lot of, I, pain and suffering. People are dealing with a lot of you know, issues. And then I went through that as a kid, so I I know like, that feeling when you feel lonely and like 
you, you know what I'm saying? You need yeah. people to help you out. I feel that, man. So there's a sense of um, thankfulness yeah. that you have and fighting for others that kind of yeah. drives you. Mm -hmm. That's what makes a fighter great. Yeah. You know? So um, in an article with Vokambadia, uh, uh, Voice uh, of America, Voice of America, America. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you were talking about how you want to become the first Asian UFC champion. Yeah. What would that mean for you to become the first one ever, as well as becoming a potential face of the UFC? What would that mean to you? Like, I always say like UFC, but like, I put it in like the pinnacle. But it doesn't have to be like UFC. It could be like one FC or championship or like Bellator. But like um, but I, the reason why I say it because I feel like a lot of Asian fighters. They come into the UFC, but they don't do as well, or they're not as like well-rounded. There's never been a UFC champion. Just to be, if I could do that, I could like become a like, champion. I could like open a lot of doors for them too, other fighters, and um, kind of like I just want to like I always set big goals and dreams, you know. Yeah. So I was like, all right, I'm gonna be the first UFC champion, and then I'm gonna be like, I want to be three different division champion that's never done before, you know? Yeah, Something for like sure, that, for yeah. sure. So, so on the business side of it, and I got Christian here uh, with too. So, so on the business side, like what are some things, you know, when you make it big that you want to do after the UFC or during the UFC, like running your own businesses or partnering with people? Where does, uh, where do you see your, where do you see yourself in the business world? And like Christian, like do you, where do you see yourself when it comes to the fight game in business? If I were a fighter, you mean? If you were in in the fight game business, where do you see yourself in the fight game business? So I think that um, every fighter is in the fight game business. They are in the, the branding business. That's pretty much the one thing that they have. They fight, Being able to fight, being able to win is a prerequisite. And apart from that, I think your ability to market yourself and to get awareness around you and then build that connection like we were talking about earlier. That's the essential skill that every fighter needs to have, every promotion needs to have, every gym needs to have. And they've all got um, their, own, their own problems to solve on their own individual tier level. I got you, I got you. And I, and I see you, Theo, uh, being personal on social media can help carry and elevate your business. I know um, Paige Van Zandt, she doesn't have the best record in the world, okay? But her social media drive, you know what I mean? Her presence, her, you know what I mean? That's kind of the stuff that's kind of elevated her. You know what I mean? Conor McGregor, Ronda Rousey. I mean, these fighters, they've used social media, they've used television to create a platform of success. When it comes to the fight game, would you consider yourself, would you want to have like a persona or personality would you want to create um, a, a, a certain persona to gain success or what where do you see yourself in that like do you need to create like a moniker or something I mean uh, I really want to be just be authentic like my you know what I'm saying be myself in a way and then like document the journey and the process like learn along the way um, and then um, yeah, but like I do want to like I visualize myself uh, like reaching my full potential. So it's like uh, I'm going like I want to become the best version of myself. That's my thing. That's why I want to document a journey as a fighter too. You know, going along, you know, learn, learn as much as I can, challenge myself, and using um, my story and then making like 
like creating a brand or something, you know? I got you, I got you. So my next question is, who's your dream fight? Like who would you want who would you want to fight? Like let's say let's say you're you're in the UFC or you're you're in Bellator or whatever. What fighter would you want to fight on a professional level? Like who's your dream matchup? Um <laughs> so it's a tricky question, but like I mean I have like two or three guys that would be like definitely. I want to fight the best guys, but so it either would be uh, currently the 145 champion right now is like Max Holloway, and that would be like a challenge because he got that long reach and he can he's relentless. He gets like that pressure, um, and also Khabib. I just oh, want to fight. Man. Yeah, Khabib. Khabib. Yeah, <laughs> man, he's a problem. Yeah, Khabib is an animal. He's on another level, but like just I don't know. Just the challenge excites me. Like. Um, even though he's like phenomenal wrestler and just like he just smashes like people. Yeah, he smashed McGregor. Yeah, <laughs> he did. He smashed McGregor. Well, yeah, um, but yeah. it's crazy, man. Well, Theo, thank you very much for this interview. Yeah. It's been a blast. Appreciate, Appreciate it. Thank you for you. having me. Thank you, Christian, for thank setting you. this up, man. You a G. <laughs>